Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. It is Matt Mosley, the Matt Mosley Show, coming to you live from Horner Ballpark on the Dallas Baptist University campus, DBU Patriot Baseball. We are on the scene, and in fact, uh, we can see the uh, coaches meeting as we speak. There's Dan Hefner, the celebrated coach for the DBU Patriots, Steve Rodriguez as well. If my voice will carry just enough, we could get their attention right now. Uh, Dan Hefner will, um, will join us today at 5 o'clock, so just uh, about an hour and a half before the game. And uh, Bears come in here off a three-game sweep. And uh, DBU coming off, they dropped two out of three to Wofford. But they tell me Wofford can play a little baseball. I think, I believe that's out in maybe South Carolina or somewhere like that. But uh, DBU hoping to kind of get things rolling here and return to the tournament like they do every year. I think I saw recently at one point they had like seven straight 40-win seasons. So lots uh, lots going on. And I've uh, been given a tour around campus. It's beautiful sights. Got a great coffee house, all that kind of thing. I got several Baylor employees here, so I feel right at home here on the uh, DBU campus. And uh, you'll hear some of the music. Uh, here we, we'll get ready for uh, a little BP and watch all that. And then the two teams will get going tonight at 6.30, first pitch. It'll be interesting to see who uh, who the teams get out there. As uh, Coach Hefner will tell us later, uh, they don't really have a Tuesday pitcher lined up they've got a lot of good pitching depth but they don't have a dedicated Tuesday uh, pitcher but this is a very important game to DBU important to Baylor as well because this of course helps with all your strength of schedule and all the things you need when you play the better teams and I'm watching DBU go through kind of an elaborate stretching routine as we speak but uh, yeah Horner Ballpark this is a beautiful place in fact they've just put in a uh, Oh, some kind of, I think we're calling it a party deck. They probably don't call it here at DBU that. But uh, uh, a beautiful area, some berms there, uh, out there in the outfield. What kind of trees are those, uh, Ryan? Are those live oaks or what would that be? Pecan trees? Beautiful trees kind of as the backdrop. And then the hitter's eye, I can kind of, the, uh, the batter's eye, I can kind of tell what they're using for that. But a beautiful ballpark. It's been here since 2013. The Bears have come in here with those forest green uh, uniforms tonight, so we'll kind of keep our eye on that. Uh, wearing uh, some hoodies for uh, no apparent reason. It's about 85 degrees. Do you have a temperature out there, Ryan, on the uh, scoreboard there? Uh, I'd like a temperature. See if you can work on that. Uh, I'd like to be able to see as we uh, go through the day. Uh, but but up in about the the, uh, the low 80s today and so this is a big one for the uh the bears and they uh, need this game now breaking news aaron i know you're um very upset today and perhaps emotional um bob bowlsby is stepping down as the commissioner of the big 12 and uh found out that news as i arrived here on campus and 
Um, I, I want to make sure I give proper credit. I think that was Bruce Feldman who had that. He's been on with us several times. Good, uh, good writer for The Athletic, does some work for Fox on the sideline. Bruce, great guy. In fact, just put out a mock draft I think you guys would like. Um, but Bowlesby is, uh, is stepping down. This needed to happen. It probably needed to happen a while back. They let Bob sort of get them through some difficult times. I think the guy that Baylor just extended, Mac Rhodes, helped tremendously. Dr. Livingstone, the uh, the president. I think the Oklahoma State people stepped in big time. You knew there was some trouble for Bob when uh, when they hired kind of a uh, oh a consultant, and that was Oliver Luck, who uh, Andrew Luck's dad, and uh, was uh, he's been around for. A long time, and uh, it's uh, and he's also was the commissioner of the XFL. That was probably not a great sign for Bob. Uh, Aaron, are you uh, are you feeling uh, all those negative things you said about Bob over the years, or are you feeling? Do you want to take some of those things back? Are you feeling somewhat benevolent today, no. or are you feeling are you feeling sort of pleased that it's finally come to fruition, and the Big Twelve will be looking for a for a new commissioner? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm glad that the Big 12 was ever able to weather it and you know add some schools, but he, you know, he literally said he he he, he sleeps well at night, or I forgot the exact quote. You know, he sleeps well at night knowing that. Oh, uh, that basically the, the expansion wasn't going to happen, and then obviously it happened two months later. And he had no yeah. idea about it. I mean, you know, when that happens, you should be looking for a new commissioner. Well, they, they took them a while to do it. They had to kind of get through the chaos. They didn't like the public look of what it would look like to get the, uh, to you know, to fire a commissioner when all that was happening. I kind of understood that part of it. I, I, Bob was always very gracious and... Uh, I was well aware that he knew some of the things over the years that I've said because his uh, right-hand man and PR man, Bob Berta, one time had lunch with me and, ex- and started telling me some of the things I'd said, and I was able to relive some of those moments. So I knew he was aware, but i got to say he was always incredibly uh, gracious and nice and kind to me. Um, he's had a very distinguished career. I would say his time with the Big 12 finishes up as a very uneven type performance, but uh, he had some some good moments. The, the one thing they were not going to let him do was negotiate this new TV contract. We know that's the enormous part of all this is putting that TV deal together, and they were not going to let him get anywhere close to that. And uh, and so that is a big part of why this is uh, this is all happening now. Now we're going to have the uh, the uh, Connor Smith, the uh, the DBU athletics director. Uh, he'll be joining us in just a matter of moments. And uh, Aaron, you can go ahead and grab Connor as we uh, as we kind of get ready for this baseball game. I'm uh, I, I am anxious to see this tonight. Beautiful setting, and uh, boy, the Baptist schools get together, and this is this is a nice little rivalry. I don't know if either school totally sees it as a rivalry, but I do think both fan bases kind of look forward to it. And I think the uh, I think the DBU folks will come out in a big way tonight, and. Um, they tell me from a standing room, berm standpoint, maybe you can get about 3,500 in here. And I'm hoping on a gorgeous evening, uh, and I can see over there. At, oh, good, we got Connor. 
Nice. Yes. Connor is uh, with us now, the uh, athletic director here at DBU. And Connor, the uh, field looks gorgeous. Uh, I got to say, y'all have put me in a palatial studio up here uh, overlooking home plate. I may never leave this area. may have a hard time. I think ESPN or somebody's coming in later. They're going to have a hard time moving me over. Um, but, uh, boy, I appreciate your, your hospitality, and, uh, and this has been it's a great day and a fun day. Connor, do you get excited when uh, some of these Big 12 teams roll through here? Absolutely. Well, Matt, first, thanks for having me on the show. And, you know, when you come into town, we want to make sure to roll out the red carpet for you. And you, uh, you do a great job. But we, we get fired up. You know, the Tuesday midweek games are always really exciting for us, getting to host uh, programs like Baylor and Texas Tech, TCU, uh, A&M, and, and programs of the like. And especially on a really nice day like today, you couldn't ask for anything better. Well, it's uh, it is a, a gorgeous afternoon, and I'm watching uh, Coach Hefner and some of the Baylor coaches. I think Steve Rodriguez are down there visiting as we speak. Uh, Connor, this is uh, it's been an amazing relationship y'all have with uh, Coach Hefner and this staff. In fact, it's almost shocking when a coach leaves. I think you did have uh, one of your recruiting coordinators or your uh, leave recently, and got a new person, new guy in here. I think it's Coach Pennington has come in here what do you think connor has it been over do you just pay these guys a whole lot of money or is there just some kind of uh, connection that people feel to to this campus and this university well we've we've got great people matt and dbu is a special place and uh, i'm probably biased in that I've, I've been here since i was a student athlete you know but individuals like Cliff Pennington, you know who replaced Dan Fitzgerald, who's now at lsu and you know, Michelle Leonard, who's now the head women's soccer coach at, at Baylor, um, who spent 15 seasons here. But DBU is a special place. We've got great leaders. Um, it's a great environment, a great culture, very family-oriented. Um, and it feels like a home away from home. And, and when you get to work with great people uh, within a great culture, it's hard to leave a place like that. Yeah, and, and uh, talking to Connor Smith, the AD for uh, DBU, it, this is going to be, uh, I, I think it's going to be a great crowd out here. It's a, it's a fun matchup. You know, Connor, this uh, season has been kind of interesting, kind of a slow start. Then you kind of uh, got it going a little bit. Is it, is it just one of those things where you almost take it for granted? Hey, Coach Hefner and this program, they're going to figure it out at some point. I mean, it, y'all have had a you know, a huge run of success. I mean, it's almost kind of shocking, isn't it, when you get off to a little bit of a of a shaky start? It's it's definitely been a unique year, um, you know. But each year has a story uh, to its own. You know, this year, I think Coach Eifert would probably say we we got off to a slower start, maybe than, than in the past. Um, but we're also playing. Um, you know, as, as the as Warren Nolan or Boyd's world would report, I mean, playing the, the toughest schedule in the country. And so just by verdict of, of playing a tough schedule, you're going to have some unique games, and games that, you know, you lose by one run. I think we've got five or six ball games uh, that, that we've been on the, uh, the losing end by one run. Uh, but it's been a unique year, but, but you know, that's, that's baseball and uh, still a lot of – uh, baseball to be played and, and uh, half of the season ahead of us. So, um, you know, I think Coach Heathrow does a wonderful job of, 
you know, taking one pitch at a time, one at bat at a time, one game at a time, and, and really looking at it from a micro perspective. Um, and so a lot of baseball to be played, but certainly a unique one. We've got a great ball club and, and excited to watch them compete tonight. Yeah, it's going to be fun. And uh, I was talking to our buddy Ryan Hefton also about the uh, the women's uh, golf program. Y'all had a huge run there. And, and, in fact, I was wanting to take a few nine irons or pitching wedges into those little practice holes I saw on campus. It's a gorgeous campus, by the way. Um, how, how have you – I mean, I know you've inherited some coaches. You've hired some of these different coaches. I mean, what what is the – what, what what gets people to come here and what gets people to stay? Do you think? And 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 by the way, this golf team um, is that you all have an unbelievable amount of international students here at DBU. Is golf like that? I mean, I've noticed other other universities golf programs recruit huge, especially like tennis, golf, on the international side of things. Is that the same same way here at DBU? We have we we have a few international student athletes. Uh, we may have one or two now in, in the sport of men's and women's golf, uh, tennis, men's and women's tennis. Um, you know, in the past, we've, we've had over 500 international students um, here at DBU. Um, and so that's been an emphasis of ours just as an institution. Um, but you have a lot of international student athletes who want to come to the United States and, and, and try and earn a scholarship and compete. Uh, in college athletics, college athletics is not something that exists, um, you know, in Europe or, or on other continents. And so you have a lot of the international students who come over here and, and want to try to do that. Uh, women's golf team, you know, it has been a fun and exciting last several years. The head coach, Kenny Trapp, who actually is the coach of both the men's and the women's programs. He was my head coach in my first year at DBU in 2005. and. You know, he's, he's just built the program brick by brick and day by day. And, you know, they just, they, they actually just ended out in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. They just won, I think, their fifth or their sixth event of the year. Uh, they'll probably move into the number one ranked team in the country at the NCAA Division II level again. And so, uh, Kenny Trapp is the head coach. He actually played baseball at DU, believe it or not, was drafted by the Boston Red Sox. Incredible story. You know, somebody you might consider to have on your show down the road, um, but just a phenomenal leader and a competitor and has built that program from the ground up. Well, it's pretty remarkable, and uh, it, is a, it is a fun place, and this is going to be a great atmosphere for, uh, for college baseball. I can't wait to see uh, where, uh, where all this ends up. But, uh, kind of we uh, appreciate it so much, and the, it's been fun. And, and uh, boy, the nice coffee houses. If I had known, uh, if they'd had these kind of leather couches and, and some of the beautiful uh, uh, decor, Maybe, maybe I would have come to DBU instead of Baylor back in the day. My gosh, y'all have done a, y'all have done a remarkable job here. And uh, by the way, Connor, I'm, I'm glad everybody's okay. The uh, first base, uh, one of the uh, guards down there at first base just fell over, okay? So I may, I may send Hefton down there to work on that. Nobody was hurt. Nobody was injured. But I just wanted to, I wanted to let you know what was going on over here at the ballpark. Uh, we'll we'll have we'll have to check that out, Matt. Thanks for having me on the show, and <laughs> and uh, we'll look forward to watching the Bears and the Patriots compete tonight on ESPN Plus. 
that's going to be fun. Yeah, ESPN Plus. Thank you, Connor. Appreciate it. There he goes. Uh, Connor does a great job as the athletic director here at DBU. And uh, we are uh, monitoring things. I think we're about to get a little BP going out here and uh, this is going to be uh, it's going to be fun beautiful day for it a little wind blowing out to center field maybe a few balls leave the ballpark tonight we'll continue getting you ready for uh, of course you'll be able to hear it right here on ESPN Central Texas tonight first pitch at 6:30 and we'll uh, continue to get you ready for this game next your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche group since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at thenitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies and quiet conditions this evening. 56 degrees will be the low temperature. Tomorrow, a cold front moves through very early in the morning. It's going to be a dry front. We'll see a lot of sunshine, but it'll be breezy tomorrow with a high of 76. And mostly sunny skies on Thursday with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Recently on the John Moore Show. So think about that. Those uh, really Baylor Athletics Iconics plays both happened in 2021. Both of them happened this past year. Best season in Baylor basketball history with the national championship. Best season in Baylor football history in 2021 with the Big 12 title and the Sugar Bowl win to top it off. John Moore's weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ESPN Central Texas is your flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. 
You know what would be weird? You go over to your buddy's house and he invites you into his bedroom and says, Hey, have you seen my bed? And then he proceeds to take all the covers off his bed, looks at you with no shame and asks you, Do you like what you see? Um, awkward. It's the same thing with your truck. A bare bed is an awkward form of truck nudity and it should be stopped. Now, our lawmakers aren't going to do anything about it, so Pickup Outfitters has decided to take the initiative. In the month of April, all solid bed covers are $250 off when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. You heard right. $250 off all solid bed covers in April. Folding, rolling, retractable, lid style, all $250 off. It's in celebration of our 25th anniversary, but it's also to help you from being that weird guy who wants to show everyone his bed. $250 off solid bed covers in April when purchased and installed at Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco, on the web at createacommotion.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Kansas Jayhawks had the biggest comeback in championship history coming back from 16 down to claim the championship over North Carolina 72 to 69. It's the second title in a row for the Big 12. Tiger Woods had a good practice round yesterday at the Masters and speculation is growing that Woods will be in the field this week in Augusta. Rangers lost to the Padres 11 to 5 and will have their final spring training game in surprise today with the Cubs. Major League Baseball will allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology during the regular season. Baylor Baseball is at number 24 DBU tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has extended Athletic Director Mac Rhodes to a new 10-year deal for the two-time Athletic Director of the Year. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. It is Matt Mosley, Matt Mosley Show here at uh, Horner Ballpark. DBU has taken the field, going through some uh, some BP here, and uh, so watching this, I'm in a beautiful uh, oh one of the uh, radio TV type booths here at the ballpark, and then uh, my old radio cohort from 103.3 FM ESPN in Dallas, Brendan Smith. It's just a couple of uh, studios over. Now, he had a lot of technical things in that studio and seemed to have the air just like he wanted it, about 65. Um, Brendan, good to, good to have you on, man. This is a, uh, it's going to be a great night for baseball and uh, quite a matchup. My Bears uh, versus your Patriots. This is, uh, this is, we used to, I think we used to have some, uh, we kind of need to put something. I, I know we're Baptists, so we can't really gamble, but I feel like we need to have something on this game. We, we definitely need to, Matt. I'm glad you're finally out here. You mentioned 103.3, and we can all say rest in peace to our old station. But uh, glad to see you. I'm glad you're, you made it out to the ballpark. Yeah, I feel like I may have had a hand in turning it into a religious station. I think all that – I think you and I both, we did so much religious <laughs> talk, they decided just to take it full-time – to a religious station, um, Brendan. This is and Brendan is the uh, well. He and Reagan, they uh, do the broadcast. Uh, Reagan Ratcliffe uh, and uh, do such a nice job for DBU streaming radio. All the all the things they do for a lot of the sports here. But uh, Brendan, 
it's a, such a unique thing that at DBU, baseball is their football. Baseball is everything. And I didn't quite understand it when you used to talk about college baseball so much back in our, the days we worked together. Because I was just like, why? I mean, I like college baseball, but I didn't understand why you were so into it. Now I kind of get it because this is the flagship program at DBU. Now, Brendan, when did you, did you immediately, when you came to DBU, did you immediately gravitate over to the the, the ballpark and, and get excited about baseball, or did it take you a couple of years on campus? No, I, I jumped in pretty much from the start. So I, I got as a student in 2006, and it, mm-hmm. looked, it was a completely different field. It, we, were, we were playing where you're sitting right now, but it, it looked like a glorified high school field. Uh, but it, it was something that everyone kind of got behind. The, the following wasn't huge, but we, we stayed with it. And then as the team grew, the stadium grew, and they started making regionals. And then all of a sudden, you get a really good fan base. And when you're, when you're playing a schedule like we've had, uh, the, the fans show up, and it, it's been a whole lot of fun. What is the – Brendan, the, the – and, and it's going to be fun to see the Bears and the Patriots get it on. I, I, I kind of talk – I'm going to talk to Coach Heefner about this uh, later today. Are these Big 12 matchups, whether it be, you know, y'all play uh, Texas sometimes. I know the Horn Frogs, that was great beating them and winning that regional last year. Is there an amped up feeling here when uh, when you get to play teams like this? And, I, and one of the things I was kind of curious about is, to me, it would be kind of hard to manage, okay, we have our weekend starters but we really need to win this game. You know, this would look good on our resume for the tournament and all of that. Is that kind of a interesting thing for the coaches to have to manage? How, how much do we put into these one games, which are big games, but, again, it's not everything? Yeah, you know, I think it used to be a bigger deal than it is now. Um, you know, we okay. talked about when I first got when I first got to campus, there were, we were an independent school. Uh, we we didn't have a, a conference, and so you would see when we would play these Tuesday games against the Big Twelve, you'd throw your number one starter. Um, but as we you know got established in the Missouri Valley Conference and have started having more and more success in the postseason, uh, you see this just kind of played like you you would any other Tuesday game. So I, I think the Big Twelve. That shine gets taken off a little bit just because of all the success that the team's had and how long we, we played these schools. Um, it, it's yeah. still going to be a big game, and guys will still obviously get up for it, but it doesn't seem to have quite as much luster as it did maybe 10 or 15 years ago. Okay, and, uh, boy, ESPN Plus, this uh, this game's on. I, I don't know. You'll be streaming this game. You'll probably be on ESPN. You'll be doing it all. Brendan, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of jealous right now. There's a guy out there shagging fly balls, a lot of home runs going out in BP. I, I would have enjoyed that, like trying to broadcast while making some catches out there. You see that? You see what, what you were calling the party deck? There's somebody you posted up out that. there making some catches. Well, can get you get me a glove? Right we can get you a glove, and you could go sit right there, and you could shack balls on the air. There's no doubt we could make that happen. You like my chances at tracking fly balls? Does that seem like something I would be prepared to do? Uh, I no, I don't like your chances, but I would love to see it. So there's there's two different trains of thoughts there. <laughs> I've got a lot of trains of thought, as you well know, uh, having worked with me over the years. Uh, it is. Uh, uh, Brendan Smith, we just talked to Connor Smith, the AD, 
Uh, Brendan, this is turning into some kind of DBU. I mean, I, I don't know. My Baylor brethren, I think at some point, I did try. I want to announce I tried to get the Baylor coach on today. I may have waited a little too late. I think he uh, – so it's, it's a very DBU-heavy show, and uh, for good reason. It's a fun program, and uh, I think when we used to work together, you all had a player named Boomer somebody. Do you remember that? There was like a fun Bo- name Boomer on Collins. that team. Boomer Collins, that- yes. Was he good, or did he just have a great name? He was good, yeah. He had a oh, okay. career force in 2012 and went on to play in the Blue Jays organization for a few years. Oh, he did go with the Blue Jays. Okay. Um, but but Boomer never got to play inside the fabled Horner ballpark. That didn't open until 2013, so I guess he missed out yeah. on that. He, he was here. The His senior season was 2013, so he got to be a part of the team that, that christened this ballpark. All right. Uh, I am going to tell you something I see right now. This is the insight you'll want to use later. This is an old Tom House tactic, the uh, famous old Rangers uh, pitching coach who then became famous in the in the uh, NFL for training quarterbacks and working with Tom Brady. Baylor pitchers now throwing the football. Okay. Now, we're about an hour and a half, two hours before first pitch. But uh, they are tossing the football around. That is an old Tom House type thing. Brendan, as a historian like you are, I thought you would appreciate something like that. So why don't you see if you could make that part of the broadcast tonight? Yeah, we'll, we'll give you full credit for it. Why don't you break down exactly what that does for a pitcher, Matt? I know you're, you're really big on the analytics and stuff like that. Love the mechanics. Love you trying to show me up. Uh, but I, I uh, no, I don't really know. I just think it's an interesting thing to see them to see them doing that. They're not running routes or anything, but just throwing the football out. And uh, this is uh, that now some of these players for DBU and uh, talking to Brendan Smith, who is the ooh, look at that big big time diving catch in center field. Might want to save some of that for the game. Um, the Benefield was the kid that was such a hero last year. I think it was in the, was at the Fort Worth region when uh, yeah, he had the, and, he had the and Grand he, Slam though to win the game. Yeah, he and and decides to to come back this year and and I know it was a, a bit of a slow start. Are you starting to see him uh, come into form? And do you think this whole team? I know you dropped a couple to uh, Wofford um, over the weekend, but do you kind of feel like you're starting to see the semblance of a team that could possibly do some damage in the tournament? Yeah, I, th- I think so for sure. And you mentioned Andrew Benefield, and, and he's starting to look like the guy he was last year, which is which is phenomenal to see. Uh, he, he had a rough start, but actually uh, he, he got moved to mainly a designated hitter. And when that move was made, it seemed to change his season. Uh, Ryan Robleski was the, actually the MVP of the Fort Worth Regional. He was injured and didn't come back until last weekend against Maryland. So that's another shot in the arm to the offense. Mm. But really where this season kind of turned out. I hate to say turned because you never were really playing terrible, but you were 6-6 six and six out of the gates. You made a change and moved Chandler Arnold from the starting rotation to the closer role and since then you're 11-4. and four. Chandler Arnold is 6-for-6 six six in save opportunities and that seems to have gotten everybody into a role where they're comfortable with. Um, and you know the 17 and 10 record's fine, but the RPI is number two in the country. The strength of schedule is number one, and so they've set themselves up really nicely for not just to, to go to the the NCAA tournament, but to potentially host if they can take care of business. Yeah, did that in 2015. Love it when you bring that guy's name up, Robo. I believe y'all call him, and so yes. I. 
I, uh, with the Bears not making the tournament last year, as you well know, I kind of can jump on a bandwagon. And there was only one Baptist team left. I don't think Wake Forest was in there. So uh, I kind of jumped on the DBU bandwagon because of my good buddy uh, Ryan Hefton, who's been up here. I think Ryan has always wanted to... Uh, uh, you know, see me do this in person, Brendan. I think it's a little bit of a letdown to see like how little equipment I need. I think he thought I would have a whole bunch of <laughs> you know connections and stuff, and basically all I need uh, is my cell phone. And so I think he was kind of like, "Wait, where's Mosley's? Where's all Mosley's laptops and equipment?" I'm not like you and Reagan with all that that highfalutin equipment. Now, um, tell me this. Who will be on the mound? One of the things I think we're going to talk to Coach Hefner about is the fact that they don't really have, they would like to have a dedicated Tuesday night pitcher. They haven't really found that person. Obviously, they have some depth. Can you give me the uh, pitching matchups for tonight? Yeah, so Zach Heaton, is a, he's a redshirt junior. He's going to go for DBU. It'll be his second consecutive midweek start. He went uh, okay. against Louisiana Tech uh, last week and went two and two-thirds innings, and it wasn't because he, he was pitching bad that he was pulled. It was just a predetermined start, and they liked the matchup earlier on. So I think for Zach, three or four innings would be my guess as a max for him. Uh, he's been really good out of the bullpen. He has some starting uh, history in his background, but yeah, if they can get him to start being settled in as a, as a midweek starter, and maybe give you five or six, that could really go a long way to help the team. But yeah, it'll be Zach tonight. Fastball in the mid nineties, a good four pitch mix, and, uh, and hopefully he plays well here with the, the wind blowing out. Yeah, I've noticed that wind's blowing out to center. Um, I don't know. Is that? I guess that's probably typical out here. Um, you know, you know, what really is that? Typically, you, when it blows, it, it generally blows out to left. Which that's oh. called the Patriot wind here. So it's blowing. It's still blowing out, but we, we do get we do get some wind out to right as well. But generally, when that wind's blowing hard, it's blowing out to left. Okay. Um, now I see an American flag, a Texas flag, a DBU flag. Is is the next to that? Is that the? Is that like? I feel like I remember that from like Vacation Bible School or something. Is that the Christian flag? What is that? It is. It is the Christian flag. Yeah, we t- we took it from your, uh, your Vacation Bible School class and hung it up there. <laughs> I think we used to walk in, march in with the old Christian flag, and we probably were singing a little song with that. But um, I think I, you know, I, I went to Baylor, but I feel like y'all have taken it to a, a little different level here. And uh, Brendan, I've gotten to see you at some of those banquets y'all do, and, and that what a cool thing when you have like Clayton Kershaw, um, God, who's the guy that was such a great uh, player for the Rays that played here? That was a uh, kind of a yeah, yeah. I remember Zobris was supposed to be there that night too, and like something delayed him or something. But that, what a what a uh, I, I, I think it says a lot about the program that uh, not only have y'all had like 60 or 70 major league or people that have gone on to uh, play in the majors, but it's just a it's a cool atmosphere and those banquets are heavily attended. Um, I, I literally thought, uh, Brendan, that I was going to come out here and there might be like 50 people out here. This was like 2,000 folks. So those are uh, those are some nice things y'all put on. No, and it's it's fun too because when you start getting just because of where we're at, how nice this facility is, a lot of the big leaguers like Clayton Kershaw end up coming here and they'll they'll train. So I was here uh, during the MLB lockout and I happened to look down. I was like, man, that guy looks really familiar. It was Marcus Simeon who was just down here taking some batting practice, and he had made a connection with the new DBU assistant coach Cliff Pennington, who played ten years in the big leagues, and so. 
he was here. Willie Calhoun from the Rangers was here. Trevor Story was even here at one point taking some swings. So it was uh, it was an all-star game going on at our ballpark here in the summer. Yeah, we ought to send Connor and Ryan down there to get some donations from Simeon. We're working on it. We're working on you first, and then we'll go after Simeon. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't go after radio guys. I would go after Major League players who just got like $200 million. Uh, but you but made yeah, Galloway that's pretty... money. <laughs> I'll never forget him leaving us all behind and then and then bellowing out things like, oh, they got the golden handcuffs on me or something. Like, the rest of us have to survive somehow while you go talk about the golden handcuff or no, the golden parachute. Yeah, they gave me the golden parachute. I'll never forget him saying that on the air. I'm just like, okay, do you have to brag on that as much as you are? But, uh, a great friend of ours and uh, one of a kind for sure. 103.3, uh, may she rest in peace. And now you can hear. Y'all may have some pastors from DBU that are on there now. But, uh, Brendan, uh, give Reagan my best, and uh, thanks for your hospitality today. Uh, very exciting day is Baylor and DBU. Get ready to get it on right here from Horner Ballpark. Thank you, sir. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Hope you uh, have a good time, and uh, we'll, we'll see you down the road. Okay, sounds good. There he goes, uh, Brendan Smith, the uh, voice of the Patriots, one of the voices of the Patriots. I don't want Reagan to get mad, but does a great job out here and is a long time. I think we ought to give him the voice of the Patriots because he actually went to DBU. Uh, joining us, it is now time for Campus Confidential. Huge news today in the Big 12. And then, of course, we'll react to last night. Lots to talk about. It's next in Campus Confidential. Baylor Baseball, all season long here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. The Bears back in action Tuesday on the road taking on Dallas Baptist. 6.15 for the warm-up show, 6.30 first pitch for Baylor DBU Baseball Tuesday. Coach Rod and the Bears all season long here on ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a quality metal building? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe have helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal building design, panel options, building components, and trim options. Pioneer Steel and Pipe's residential line is energy efficient, offers low maintenance, reduces insurance payments, is impact resistant, and carries up to a 45-year limited warranty. In addition, they can help you find metal building contractors for your project. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at pioneerboys.com. Central Texas horse enthusiasts find a large selection of saddles at Appaloosa Trading Post Rodeo Pond. They feature new and used saddles from names like Billy Cook and Cactus. Plus, they have a large selection of children's saddles. Trade-ins are welcome and financing is available. Apply today by texting 16118-222462. You'll enjoy one-on-one customer service at the world's best western store, Appaloosa Trading Post and Rodeo Pond, 3101 North Robinson Drive in Waco, and on Facebook. Your home for Baylor baseball is ESPN Central Texas. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. 
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Kansas Jayhawks had the biggest comeback in championship history coming back from 16 down to claim the championship over North Carolina 72 to 69. It's the second title in a row for the Big 12. Tiger Woods had a good practice round yesterday at the Masters and speculation is growing that Woods will be in the field this week in Augusta. Rangers lost to the Padres 11 to 5 and will have their final spring training game in surprise today with the Cubs. Major League Baseball will allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology during the regular season. Baylor Baseball is at number 24 DBU tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has extended Athletic Director Mac Rhodes to a new 10-year deal for the two-time Athletic Director of the Year. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Hi, this is Matt Mosley. It is Campus Confidential. We are live today speaking to campus on the DBU campus, DBU Patriot Baseball, and uh, the Baylor Bears are the visiting team tonight. And uh, we're over at uh, what they call Horner Ballpark. Built this place in 2013, really pretty. Looking out, great trees in the background uh, there, and a fun ballpark. You can hear the batting practice going on. You might hear a little music in the background, but uh, DBU's been a tremendous program. And, of course, the uh, the Bears will get after you, too. And so Steve Rodriguez and uh, Dan Hefner go head-to-head, uh, two uh, excellent coaches and uh, this is going to be a fun matchup tonight, and we'll uh, we'll continue to talk about it. In fact, the uh, the Dallas Baptist, uh, the DBU baseball coach, is going to be on with us a little later. All right, it is uh, time to turn the festivities over to a man who has a heavy heart today, <laughs> Aaron Sexton. I'm going to read how the ESPN article worded it. Just know that this is not my wording. (laughs) Bob Bowlesby, who has led the Big 12 since 2012 and most recently steered it through the tumultuous announcement of the departures of Texas and Oklahoma, will step away from the commissioner's chair later this year, the league announced today. Would you have worded it like that if you were writing the article? <laughs> I don't think I don't think I would have. But anyway, both will remain I, at, I at the conference helm until a new commissioner is selected, and then will transition to a new role in the league office. So he will still be with the Big Twelve. He just won't be leading. Nah, uh, he'll be retired. That's a nice way of I don't know how long his contract is or whatever. Right, but, you <laughs> put know, him in an office somewhere. Consulting gig. Yeah. No, he won't even have an office. He'll just ooh. Gosh, I always hate it during BP when I see somebody not looking, uh, Aaron, out the outfield like I would award them. <laughs> it's like so, it scares me because they're hitting line drives out there. Some dude just out there talking to a Baylor guy, not looking. Um, yeah, I, I, Aaron, this is a this is an interesting deal because I I like Bob personally 
thought he made um, some good moves along the way. I thought what you said earlier today was true, crowing about how he doesn't lose sleep over that and then having it happen on his watch. Should he have known? I don't know. How did it look? It looked really bad. Um, I, I didn't love, I, I mean, I almost wanted an immediate change. I had people reminding and telling me that, hey, you can't just, uh, you can't, it, the way it looks would not be great to uh, to just, you know, be done with him. And, uh, oh, man, it is, uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough one. Uh, but, yeah, he, he did need to step down. Uh, at one point, even before all that happened, there were some moments where, for instance, go back to the Bryles era before all the horrible stuff happened and all the firings, and we won't get into all that, but even that year in 2014 when the, the, the conference didn't really have a great tiebreaker, uh, he refused to help really Baylor or TCU, uh, and Baylor beat TCU. We all know that that year. And so, you know, in, in, in a sense, Baylor should have been the winner. Uh, I remember Ian McCall, the previous AD, making that point on my old radio show in Dallas uh, very uh, in a vehement fashion. I, Bob didn't handle that well. And, and, and Bob's, Bob's countenance in, in his temperament is good for some situations. The fact that he's non-emotional, that's okay sometimes. Every once in a while, you need a more aggressive advocate and, and, and need someone that will kind of get after it a little bit. And, um, and, and quite honestly, that's just not, uh, that's not the way Bob was wired. And, and at times, you really needed that. So Bob, the guy, the person, the old Stanford AD, the AD at Iowa, the guy that went to Iowa, Bob's an old wrestler, I think, or something like that. Uh, I, I, I kind of think Bob was had a great sort of makeup to be on all those, like, NCAA committees. I mean, he just, that's the way. Uh, that's kind of the, what he was made for. But to then to advocate for schools, I mean, like other commissioners before him, and I like Dan Beebe, but he was just like this. Bob was a little bit too eager to let Texas continue uh, to run things. Unfortunately for Texas at the time, they got an AD that had no clue what was going on. And, and, and then they had an interim AD before they got Del Conte. And, and so the whole thing was kind of in a mess. But to get caught flat-footed made Bob look really bad. But, again, the, new, the breaking news is that Bob Bowlesby's time as commissioner of the Big 12 has come to a close. He'll continue to serve in that capacity, but now in a lame-duck manner and uh, as they search for his replacement. And as I mentioned earlier, Aaron, I think uh, the – the, uh, the the Oliver Luck, um, you know, that, that situation where they brought him in as a consultant during the whole process of, of trying to figure out what the Big 12 was going to become, that was, uh, that was not a good sign for Bowlesby. That was, a, that was a sign that, hey, we need help. We need another voice, especially when you get someone that's a big, big enough of a name like uh, Oliver Luck. Now people will go, well, Oliver Luck, is he a potential uh, replacement for, for Bowlesby? Sure, sure. But 
but you need to have a broader search than that. This needs to be an innovative type person. You know, the the um, the Pac-12 went way outside the box with uh, with what they decided. So uh, I, I think this needs to be a very broad uh, search. And uh, and so I, uh, I I you know in some ways I'm a little sad for Bob, but this needed to happen. And quite honestly, it it probably didn't happen soon enough. Absolutely, but it, it, I think we both knew it would happen before they started negotiating the new TV rights deals, which were coming, which are coming up next year. So. Oh yeah, and I think we both were vocal about that, and, and kind of knew that uh, that Bob uh, they wanted to do it in a graceful way. Uh, did he earn that? Yeah, that's debatable. Um, but but again, I like Bob, and so I don't uh, I don't necessarily. You know, I'm not going to be doing handstands that he's gone because, quite honestly, <laughs> there's been other times they could have uh, sent him on. But this needed to happen. I think the timing's okay. He, and, and, and what it does is he's had a really good career, and it allows him at the end of his career to kind of take some measure of credit and, and, and good feelings in what they were able to do to, with with Houston and Cincinnati and BYU uh, and every you know all those teams uh, coming into the conference, I, I, UCF of course, I, I think he can take some pride in that, and so I think the timing right now is is really good. As you hey, know, with the uh, yes, I was just going to tell you, you know, much like the Baylor campus with those beautiful facilities, the Farrell Center, and the baseball. And the tennis all right there together. I can see the DBU tennis courts. And, I mean, uh, you know I've been playing a lot of tennis. And I'm finding myself really, it's really strange. Usually I would be having uh, my eyes completely on this beautiful baseball park. But since I've been playing so much tennis, all I'm watching is the DBU tennis team over here. And, and I'm, I'm talking... I'm seeing some serves right now, Aaron, that I, I don't know. I think this is a Division II tennis program, but, but what, I'm, what I'm able to witness from my seat in the press box at the baseball ballpark, I am, I am seeing some tremendous, I'm talking about maybe, I don't know, what's a, what's a fast tennis serve, Aaron, 120 miles per hour? I think I'm seeing some 110s and 115s. All right, Aaron, just thought I'd get a little tennis talk in there. What else do you have for us today? As you know, with the transfer portal, recruiting is never done. Baylor picked up a huge commitment yesterday. Former four-star linebacker and LSU Tiger Josh White, who entered the transfer portal uh, last month, has committed to play at Baylor for Coach Aranda. Coach Aranda actually recruited him to LSU, and uh, he considered Baylor when Matt Rule was the coach. Now he is transferring from LSU to Baylor starting next year. He's a six-foot, 228-pound linebacker. He had offers since entering the transfer portal from Texas, USC, Miami, Nebraska, and Colorado, among others. Uh, 247 had him rated as the 142nd best player in the nation in 2020, the 24th best prospect in the state, and the number nine overall middle linebacker in the country, according to 247 Sports Composite Ratings. He will have four seasons of eligibility left. Well, 
You know, Apu Ika was someone that came from LSU. Anytime there's an LSU transfer, somebody goes in the portal, uh, especially someone that was recruited by Coach Aranda. Uh, and because of this COVID year, it is amazing like how much time players have. Now, of course, if he's as good as we hope he is, right. uh, he may leave us a little early, and that's fine. But uh, I, I saw that, Aaron, last night. That happened after our show was off the air. Of course, uh, Aaron, if, if not, we would have we been shouting it from the mountaintops. But I, I like how Baylor's handling the portal because, you know, both these players, the one from Midway and then, uh, and then this player you're talking about now, they are, they, they are just huge impact players. I mean, this, this guy they got from Tulsa, Jackson Player, who went to Midway, he, he may, he may he, I mean, there's a, there's a chance he could be the best player on the defense. I mean, he's that good. Yeah. And this kid stepping in at weak side linebacker, and, uh, and I saw, Aaron, I meant to sh- show this article to you. You'll love it, and you may be able to use some of it for Campus Confidential. But it was, a, it was talking about how that, that is an area in Texas where while Texas puts out unbelievable prospects, when you look at the top 100 players in Texas, there's usually not lined up and down with like inside linebackers. They're either pass rushers, you'll see some great defensive linemen, offensive linemen, skill players. They're, they're just, for whatever reason, Texas high school coaches are not always putting their best athletes at inside linebackers. So sometimes um, you need to, to look to the portal, and, and I'm telling you, uh, Aaron, even my big-time LSU, this is a former four-star guy, and, and what I like about this is, is Baylor going to win the huge NIL money battles? No. They're not going to compete with, with Texas A&M and, and, and Tennessee and some of these schools with NIL collective money. But when these players go to other schools and they realize, hey, for whatever reason, this may not be the best fit. I love what Arand is doing at Baylor. Then Baylor gets another chance at some of these players. So, again, it's not like they're raiding a bunch of portal players, but they're being extremely selective. I like this guy. And uh, Aaron, our old buddy, Roder, um, you know, Roder left us to go over to, uh, again, I say left us. Uh, I think he was doing our show for free. But um, he went over to get paid. And they're not using him on their little internet show. I wish we could sneak Rotor back on because the guy, I love that guy, man. He is great. Yeah. And Travis is so excited about the uh, LSU. I should say that it's a streaming. It's good good stuff. I shouldn't say it like that. All right, Aaron, what else do you have? Just a a quick note on, uh, one more quick note on Josh White. Um, He is, according to the 247 article, expected to uh, enroll this summer which means he could possibly play next fall depending on how things go so again a, a, a great pickup for baylor with the transfer from lsu fresh off winning the national championship last night the jayhawks are the early favorite to win next year once again according to caesar sportsbook kansas jayhawks are 10 to 1 to win the 2023 national title Gonzaga is next at 12 to 1, even though they'll lose star big man Chet Holmgren to the NBA. Arizona, Kentucky, and Duke are each open, each opened at 15 to 1, followed by Arkansas at 16 to 1. Then rounding out teams with odds of better than 20 to 1, Houston, Baylor, North Carolina, and UCLA 
are each 18 to 1, according to Caesar Sportsbook, to win the national championship next year. Okay. I like it when you do stuff like that. I also saw, you know, everybody's putting their way too early list up on where people are. Uh, Aaron, I was going to bring this to attention. I saw one where Baylor was seven, one where they were number eight. I think that might have been John Rothstein or Rothstein. I like that guy. He's kind of funny. Um, we need to get him on, in fact. I kind of like that guy. Uh, there's, There was one other thing. Oh, somebody, in, I think it was Rothstein who mentioned this, Aaron. Uh, Jalen Bridges, who went in the portal from West Virginia, and I think you had that story the other day, he's got a visit coming up to Waco. Okay? So he is going to visit Baylor on the, it's not Easter weekend, maybe like a few days before Easter, maybe the week before Easter. So I'm going to plan on just being there at the Farrell Center and uh, kind of monitor I don't think I'm allowed to do that, but uh, it's uh, I, I like that guy. I mean, they've never know they, he he's he's long. He's like six seven. He can handle it. He's a wing. Um, he can shoot the three. Only shot thirty two percent this year. You know, Taz Sherman was kind of hurt this year. They had a down season, but I I watched them in one of those first round that first night game when they played in the uh, in the Big Twelve tournament, and I was just amazed at how long and athletic they were. I'm like, how did they finish ninth or whatever it was? You know, ninth or tenth. They ninth or tenth in the conference. But I am telling you, this kid is very intriguing to me. You know the one I'm talking about, don't you, Aaron? Because Taz is number yes. 12. This kid was number, I can't think of it. Sherman was a, was a better scorer. In fact, Sherman was one of the better players in the conference. This kid wasn't like Taz, but he had all kinds of game, and he can shoot it from anywhere. I, I don't know, Aaron. I'm, I'm going to roll out the red carpet for Jalen Bridges. Yeah, that would be a good good. That would be a great pickup if uh, we were to decide to transfer to Baylor. Let's try to have him on. I think I saw these, he's following me on Twitter, so I'm going to try to DM him and get Jalen Bridges on. I don't want – Scott may not want me to get involved here, but I'd kind of like to have Jalen on. Uh, it'd be a lot of fun. Aaron, I'm gonna, if we do, I'm going to ask you to kind of recruit him, step in, tell him your favorite you know, restaurants and stuff in Waco. All right, it is uh, Campus Confidential. Good stuff, Aaron. I always like that. But here at uh, Horner Ballpark, Bears getting ready for uh, batting practice. And, uh, oh, got some good mullets for the Bears. Wish I knew who that was. It has a great mullet. I don't think that's one of the guys I know, one of the starters. There's Steve Rodriguez coming out of uh, the dugout, and uh, they're, they're hoping they're hoping the uh, – right now DBU's playing some small ball, working on their bunting, and then the Bears will take over the cage. And I see Trey down there. I see. So, anyway, we'll get you ready for uh, Baylor baseball tonight as we come to you live from Horner Ballpark on the DBU campus, hard by Swan Lake. Uh, and next, we will hear from the Dallas Baptist baseball coach, one of the great coaches in the country. It is Dan Hefner. He joins the program next.
Keep up with Baylor softball on ESPN Central Texas. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private Call 254-710-8080. Have you ever been stranded on the side of the road? The next time it happens, call Big Boys Record Service to get you and your ride where you need to be. You can count on Big Boys Record Service to help you with roadside assistance, such as when your vehicle won't start, you need a tire change, you've locked yourself out of your vehicle, or when you're stuck in the mud. No job is too big or too small. They do it all. Family owned and operated since 1984. Big Boys Record Service. Call 254-662-3031. And remember, slow down or move over. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. DMRA Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. Have you been to Sam's Bar in Union Hall in downtown Waco yet? Serving originally inspired Texas-style craft drinks, offering wine, beer, vodka, and fruit juice drinks. Be sure to try one of Sam's signature cocktails like the Hatchback, a Dallas Daisy, and even some Summer Lovin'. Happy hours every Monday through Friday from 3 to 6 with $2 off draft beer and cocktails, plus free chips and hot sauce. Sam's Bar Waco in Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue. And check them out online at samsbarwaco.com. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, and joined now by Dan Hefner, the uh, head baseball coach at uh, DBU. And Coach Hefner, this is a uh, this is a lot of fun uh, to be out here at the ballpark today, and the excitement. Uh, and and I know it's been an interesting season so far. You guys have set all sorts of records with consecutive. 40-win seasons, a 30-win season. I mean, it's sort of uh, amazing what you've done. What is it like? Um, and it seems to happen pretty much on an annual basis. I know the pandemic messed things up. But when uh, when DBU and Baylor get, get together, two, two uh, prominent Baptist schools, is it uh, does it feel a little different? Uh, maybe a little bit. I mean, they're a great program. We're really, you know, we're close by to each other, an hour and a half apart. Um you know, got a great relationship with their coaching staff and, you know, players know each other. So I think there's kind of a, you know, you look forward to the game because of that reason. And then, you know, like you said, there's some commonalities from a school standpoint and um, a lot of faculty and staff have, you know, maybe been there before or went to school there. So, um, you know, 
just the relationships. I think that's what makes it a fun game to play in. Yeah, I think, uh, and, and of course, uh, a lot of alums around, Baylor alums, and of course, DBU has such a great crowd, so it'll be kind of fun to, to see that atmosphere. And, um, and, and Coach, you've had the opportunity over the years, um, you know, I, one of the things I love about what you've built there is just your loyalty to the program, and uh, and I, I just think it speaks huge. I, I think it's funny, Dan, that uh, it's like y'all got a new coach this year, and I, I think it's a shock to anybody, um, um, you know, at DBU, when y'all do make a change or or somebody leaves, uh, Baylor just hired your soccer coach, and I, I, Dan, it seems like that speaks to the calling you guys have at DBU. Is that uh, is there just sort of a culture that hey, folks, once they're entrenched there, don't really want to leave? It doesn't seem. Yeah, it, it's a great place. I mean, we have an outstanding administration. Um, you know, our athletic director, the other coaches that we get to work with. I think the biggest thing is like, um, you know, administration and everybody, they, they take care of us. They fund us well. They give us the opportunity to, to compete and to win. But I think it's the, you know, the way we're able to impact our student athletes off the field is, is really the difference maker for us. And when you combine those two things together of getting to compete at the highest level and also being able to impact student athletes lives, then it just, it makes it pretty fulfilling. And, just like you said, when you do have other opportunities and then you compare the two, it's like, man, I don't, I don't know that I want to give up the impact and the the relationships. And um, those things are, you know, one question that we've heard said a lot and we ask ourselves this all the time and we ask recruits this is what's more important, what you accomplish or who you become. And, you know, the great thing about here at DBU is we really get to pour into both those things. We're going to help our players, you know, accomplish everything they want on the field. But in the process, we really care about who they become. Um, and that's, I think, what what keeps so many of us here for a long time. Yeah, and you've seen the program continue to grow. Almost broke through last year to make it to the World Series. Came extremely close to it. Um, it's just a it's a fun thing. I love uh, Coach Hefner coming out to the uh, some of those banquets y'all have had. And Clayton Kershaw spoke at one a, a few years ago. Um, I, that's a uh, that's a tremendous. I think that really reflects what y'all's program means to. Uh, DBU and the campus and uh, that's uh, it's a it's a very unique thing Dan I mean you know you when you're at some of these other universities if you you've had the chance to go to some of these places um, or you could have left baseball can be that whatever third fourth fifth sport um, and, and at DBU it is it is front and center how much of that has has cost you over the years. And by the way, um, you see some of the money being uh, now college baseball coaches. I think it's a great thing, but they're, you're, they're they're making more and more money over the years. But yet you've stayed close. I I just feel like when when you're on campus out there, having baseball be such a huge deal that has to be you know, very appealing to you. Yeah, it is a. It's very unique where baseball is our flagship sport at DBU. Um, and like I said earlier, you know, just administratively, athletic director, president, vice president, like everybody's all into it. I mean, I, I don't know how many places where, you know, the baseball coach and the president have a, a relationship where we talk on a consistent basis. And, you know, he's they're at games all the time. They're talking about the team and those type of things. Like, so it is kind of the, you know, baseball is the football of DBU. Um, and so that's a just create, you know a great game day atmosphere, which, you know, you're going to obviously see again today. And, you know, the, the students come out, the faculty and staff are here. Like it's just been a, yeah, that does make it a really fun place to work where people care so much about how the baseball team's doing. 
Yeah, well, it uh, speaks to, I think, you and, and the whole program, what you all have built there at DBU. Uh, talking to Dan Hefner, head coach at DBU on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, coach, let's talk about a little bit about this uh, this season. Um, you know, it, it, sort of uh, uh, not the typical start. You'll get off to kind of a 500 or so, and then you kind of got moving. I know you wanted to do better maybe against Wofford. What overall has this season been like? Because – you got some great players that returned from that team that uh, uh, was so exciting last year. What has been the uh, what has been kind of the impetus to the turnaround lately? Where y'all have gone? I don't know. It's like maybe thirteen and six or something along those lines. What's been the uh, what's been the biggest uh, uh, thing in, in 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 kind of getting things rolling? Yeah, I think every year is a new year, and like you said, last year was great. We had a really good finish last year, but we lost some some really good players off that team. Eight guys off last year's team are in professional baseball now and a couple other guys graduated and are gone. So, you know, you nailed it. We do, we do have some really good guys coming back, but you know, you got to fill in, you know, it's half the roster was new this year. So I think it was, you know, we kind of, like you said, stumbled a little bit out of the gate, um, kind of started to find the identity of this year's team. And I think a real turning point to ask, answer your question was we mixed up our rotation. We took, you know, <laughs> we were in every game, um, we were losing a bunch of them early and they were late and by one run and, you know, there's nothing more frustrating than that. So, you know, we just said, all right, we got to make a, can't just keep doing the same thing over and over. So we took our number two starter Chandler, Chandler Arnold, who had been doing a great job for us in the starting rotation. And we bumped him to be our closer. And ever since we made that move, that's when we've kind of taken off. And it's really, it's been neat how it's not only been great for him, he's had six saves since we did that. Um, but then it's, it's helped every, everybody else in the bullpen as well. I think it kind of just puts people in their right spots. Um, our starting rotation has done a good job. Ryan Johnson, a freshman, stepped into the rotation and, and really filled the role there with Chandler leaving. But that was the turning point for us was when we kind of changed up some of the roles on the pitching staff and then got people in places that's a better fit for them. And that's when we started winning some more games. What was that? Chandler's mindset you know sometimes guys get in that role of a starter love being out there whether it's Friday Saturday Sunday and that's that's a big deal for them when you approached him about it was it was there any kind of back and forth or was it like hey whatever's best whatever the team needs sort of thing Uh, that's a great question and that's you know exactly what we talked about as a coaching staff as we were you know that's not a decision you take lightly because he was doing a really good job for us as a starter and he earned that starting role um and guys really like you said they covet that like he he was our number two starter and you know he was even in the mix to be our number one starter going into the season so um yeah the way we went about that was we just approached him and said this is not this is not a final decision we want to know what you think about it and you got to be all into it and just said here's here's what we think you're doing really well for us as a starter Here's we think what what you're going to be like as a closer. Why we think you could be really good at it. The value it could add to our team. Obviously, you have huge value for us as a starter because it's kind of a guaranteed, you know, six innings to for game two of a weekend series, and you give us an opportunity to win every game. But we think if we move you to the bullpen, we think your stuff's going to tick up. You know, just kind of told them all the reasons why he's he's well suited to be a closer. But then you know you're not going to you know throw six to seven innings, but you could impact two to three games a week. And, and it kind of just put the ball in his court and said, Hey, here's the pluses of starting. Here's the pluses of closing, you know, which one, which one do you want to do? And, and he just, it was really cool. He just got a big smile on his face and he's like, if we're going to win more games with me closing, then I'm doing that. 
Um, <laughs> and so that was, you know, exactly what you want to hear as a coach. And you could tell too, the, the really neat thing was it wasn't the, well, I'm supposed to say this. Like you could see a genuine excitement of, oh, like if this is going to help our team, then I'm doing it. So was really proud of him. And he has really thrived in that role too. All right, hey, Coach Chief, I'm sort of curious, thinking about this game tonight, how do you sort of separate, you You. You love your, you know, you kind of in your mind have exactly how you want to set up these weekend and conference uh, games, and then you have these Tuesday games, and y'all always schedule extremely tough, and uh, so you got another Big 12 team coming in. How do you sort of balance, you know, not wanting to uh, sacrifice what you need to do on the weekend with getting a, a win on a Tuesday, even though knowing that for purposes of whether it's hosting or getting the NCAA tournament, beating these big 12 teams is probably helpful. What sort of, what uh, is there, you have to kind of balance, you know, find that right balance on these kind of Tuesday matchups like this? Yeah, I mean, you nailed it. You know, you're always looking to, I think that's probably one of the number one jobs of a, a coaching staff is to manage your bullpen and the workload and how often you use them, when you use them. Um, you know, just reading game situations. So you're right. These Tuesday games are huge for us and our program and, you know, at large hosting, all those type of things. So they are, we really got to go out and try to win these games. But just like you're saying, you don't want to put yourself at risk on the weekend. So fortunately, one a benefit we do have is we feel like we've got pretty good depth on the mound. Um, you know, we, unfortunately, we don't have a Tuesday starter right now. So we don't have a guy that we can just run out there and say, you know, feel good that he's going to give us five innings and, and do it like that. But we do have a number of guys we're real confident in. So we just have to be careful about, you know, knowing that we're not going to ride any one guy to the point where, you know, he's down for the weekend. So that's kind of the benefit we have because we do have the depth that we can, you know, keep running, you know, we're going to throw five, six guys tonight and we feel pretty good about all those guys and nobody's going to need to throw more than, two innings, they might throw two and some change, but, you know, we're not going to let the pitch count get much over 45, 50 pitches on any guy so that then they will be ready to come back. They might not be ready to come back on Friday, but they'll be available for Saturday or Sunday for sure. That's one of the reasons I love college baseball. There's so many different things you have to think through as a coach. There's a ton of strategy involved, which you have to love. Uh, Dan Heafter joining us, the DBU coach. Now, I don't know how much advanced scouting – you're able to do when it's 90 to nothing you got so many games coming fast and furious i i know just because of your proximity uh you're very familiar with this baylor program from what you can tell this season they've had some heartbreakers much like you're talking about as far as their bullpen they've had a chance to win some uh series early in the season against some some great competition and have had some bullpen uh meltdown situations what uh, what what is your sort of takeaway from from uh, preparing for for this game tonight, like what do you what what about this lineup grabs your attention? Well, I think you know it, it's fun playing the same teams year in and year out, and Baylor's definitely one of these teams where they kind of have a they have a style of play, they have an identity, like and you know we don't read anything into any games where they stumbled earlier this year. That means nothing for tonight. Like they're always scrappy, they're really well coached. Um, they're going to play you know from pitch number one to the last pitch of the game and you know, we know we're going to have to be hooked up and ready to go and play our best brand of baseball because they're, you know, they're going to traditionally, they've always defended well, you know, offensively they have just quality at bats and they've got a, a variety of guys in their lineup and they can do some different things. Um, you know, traditionally it's always, they're going to, they're going to pitch and command it and 
be able to throw off speed for strikes and be able to pitch backwards and do those type of things. And, you know, even if they did have some games early in the year where they didn't finish well, then, you know, we've had that too. And, you know, we've had some guys turn the corner and you um, really, I don't think that impacts anything about how we go about our business tonight. We just have to play great baseball. And if we're going to win, we've got to play our game. So that's kind of our sole focus, but you know, we do, like you said, the games come quick, but we had, you know, yesterday and then all day today to be preparing for them. And you kind of, you keep an eye on the teams that you're playing throughout mm-hmm. the season. Like you're not necessarily just breaking down every part of them, but you're, you're tracking their games and watching them and okay, who's playing, who are they using those types of things. So we did have a little bit of heads up. And then the last two days is when you really bear down on it to be prepared for tonight. But um, you know, quality program every single year, they're going to be competitive. They are again this year and we're looking forward to the game. Now you are a man, and, a, and it's a program that lives out its faith, and uh, and it's very genuine. I should say it's. Uh, I've really enjoyed you know hearing from some of your players and the testimonies. But Dan, can we maybe do some baptisms before the game? I mean, with the two Baptist schools, <laughs> would that would that be appropriate? Probably not right before the game, but um, <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> We'll have to look into that for the future. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. The um, And, of course, we'd have to go with the full immersion to be a true true Baptist, although uh, I'm the kind of Baptist now will allow you to sprinkle or whatever, put your hands in some water. So uh, there's some different ways to go about this. But uh, it really is uh, – uh, I, I, do, I do think that's, a, you know, one of the reasons it seems like you've uh, invested so heavily in school. And I love watching you all, you know, talk about your faith and the genuine – you know, part of that I think is really important. Now, let me ask you this: What is uh, what is it like um, coaching your son, Luke Heefner? For people that don't know, is uh, playing third base for DBU. Dan, is that um, is it? I mean, I'm sure you've kind of coached him along the way and helped him and tutored him, so it's not completely foreign to you at all. But is it uh, once you get him out there and start putting him through workouts? Is it can you truly treat him like everybody else? What what's that? Uh, What's that been like? And obviously he's doing really well for you. Yeah, it's, it's been great to have him. And, you know, that's been a neat thing being here at DBU is, you know, our family's been a part of it, not just mine, but all of our coaches, like we want our families here and our kids here. And so he's kind of, he has literally grown up here at DBU and been a part of the program. He's been in the dugout as a bat boy for years. He's traveled, he's done all that stuff. So part of it wasn't very new because he's been around so much, but then, you know, to have him actually in practice and, you know, in games, obviously that, that changes a little bit. And I think, you know, there's, I talked to a ton of coaches about it before him coming, you know, coaches who've had their sons play for him and ask what works, what do you need to watch out for? And so it is something we've, we've really tried to be aware of. And like you said, trying to treat him the same as everybody else. And I think probably the, the hard thing there is kind of the flip of what most people think. It's like, you're, you, you really catch yourself being harder on them and, you know, you're trying so hard not to, you know, you go the other way of you're probably harder on them and you don't compliment them. And, um, but, you know, fortunately he's, he is doing a great job and he's a hard worker and I think is, you know, really connected well and earned the respect of his teammates, but it's, it's really fun coaching him. It's fun seeing him every day. And, um, but yeah, just trying to, you know, if anything got to work on being a more of an encourager to him, the way I would be to the other players. All right. Well, I, uh, I, I'm really looking forward to it. Great matchup. 
and uh, I'll be uh, I'll be uh, you know out there uh, uh, watching it maybe from the party deck. That's going to be a lot of fun things. That's a great ballpark, by the way. I know it's been around. I was looking, I guess, since 2013. So you've seen the 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 way that thing has grown and some of the things that have been added. Um, how Dan, how much of a uh, of a home field advantage has that given you as you've been able to to get more fans in there and then obviously be able to host uh, a regional uh, back a few years ago? What uh, what has that provided for you at your program? Oh, it, it, that was a huge game changer for us when the ballpark was built in thirteen, hosting in fifteen. I think you can kind of look at that as a real turning point for our program and the support we've gotten the the fan base, all those type of things. And like you said, it's just been, the stadium was built in 13, but there's just been continual improvements all along the way. Um, You know, things that have happened underneath the stadium for the players from a player development standpoint. But, you know, recently it was probably five years ago, six years ago, you know, just an unbelievable video board and our sports information department does a super job with that of keeping fans engaged. And, um, and then, you know, this year we did the, you know, we terrace the berm right beyond our bullpen in left center field. And then we have the the porch out there in left center between the berm and center field, which is an unbelievable view of watching the game. And then we've got some other stuff down the left field line. So it's, I, I think it's really neat where it's literally one of the best stadiums in college baseball. It's not the biggest, but it, you're going to be hard pressed to find something nicer. There's not a bad seat there. And now there's just, just such a variety of, of places to sit, see the game you know, areas you can grill out at, you know, the left center now, like it, you're kind of starting to encircle the whole stadium, which I think makes it a really cool atmosphere. Well, looking forward to it. I love listening to y'all. Brendan, by the way, you're uh, uh, Brendan Smith, one of your uh, uh, broadcasters, is a longtime radio cohort of mine, going back to the Randy Galloway 103.3 days. And so he and Reagan do such a great job. And uh, y'all's whole program, it's a, it's, a very, uh, it's a very great place, and they've been incredibly hospitable to us today. Dan, thanks for doing it, and good luck. Even though you're playing my alma mater, uh, I am going with neutral colors today. There'll be no green and gold. I, my Navy T-shirts, which Connor's given me, I'm going to leave those at home. I'll be, uh, I'll be very neutral, but uh, good luck tonight. All right. Thank you. It's been great visiting with you guys. Yeah, very fun. Uh, Dan Hefner, there he goes, the uh, head coach of DBU, one of the great programs in this country as uh, the Patriots and the Bears get ready to get it on this evening. And uh, we will continue, and we got a little college hoops to catch you up on, a new contract extension that is next. This is ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, big news involving Baylor's Director of Athletics, Mac Rhodes, plus Baylor Baseball back in action on the road tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Alan Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. 
Texas Farm Bureau Insurance has protected fellow Texans with auto, home, health, and life insurance since 1952. With more than 260,000 square miles of land and 27 million people, that's a lot to cover. Whether you're wrangling cattle or wrangling kids, we're proud to protect Texans in all Texan ways of life. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com to get insurance for Texans by Texans. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Want to be a part of all things Baylor Athletics? Join the Baylor Cub Club presented by Green Eye Associates today. Free registration for the 2021-22 season is available now for kids 8th grade and under. Members receive discounted admission to select Baylor Athletics events and other great promotional items. Register at BaylorCubClub.com or email fan underscore engagement at Baylor.edu for additional information. Show off your Baylor pride and become a Cub Club member today. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back on today's Baylor Sports Beat. The announcement came yesterday of a 10-year contract extension with Baylor's Vice President and Athletic Director, Mac Rhodes. Mac recently named a two-time Athletic Director of the Year, and he continues to lead one of the most recently successful Power 5 programs in the country. This will allow Rhodes to complete his career at Baylor. Also, Baylor baseball in action tonight. The Bears on the road in Dallas to take on Dallas Baptist. It begins a string of road games this week. Here's Baylor assistant coach, Baylor pitching coach, John Strauss. Yeah, we're back on the road. Uh, Dallas Baptist, really good team. I think they're ranked. I believe they've got the number two RPI in the country, which is amazing. And then, you know, going to Morgantown, it's a tough trip. It's a long trip. It's going to be cold. I looked on the their stats today. Uh, they've stolen 98 bases in 27 games. I thought maybe that was a disparate. Huh. So we're going to we're going <laughs> to spend a little time today trying to make sure we're we're controlling the running game. But uh, very formidable team, especially their ballpark. It's it's not easy to win in Morgantown. John Strauss and Baylor baseball in action tonight in Dallas against DBU on the air at 6:15. First pitch at 6:30 tonight right here on ESPN Central Texas. Then it's on to Morgantown for three games this weekend. Games Friday at 5.30, Saturday at 3, and Sunday at noon Central Time right here on ESPN Central Texas. And Baylor softball back in action tomorrow night at home, hosting Lamar at Gatterman Stadium. 6.30, first pitch tomorrow, the broadcast on 101.3 FM. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Your weather report is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency has offered Texans policies for their personal, commercial, and bonding insurance needs. Check them out at nitschegroup.com. With the Nitsche Group Insurance Agency, Texans can go to one company and get access to insurance coverage options from many carriers. Learn more at the nitschegroup.com. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly clear skies and quiet conditions this evening. 56 degrees will be the low temperature. Tomorrow, a cold front moves through very early in the morning. It's going to be a dry front. We'll see a lot of sunshine, but it'll be breezy tomorrow with a high of 76. And mostly sunny skies on Thursday with a high of 74. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Interesting hire. Had a tremendous run, as you said. Very impressive. But that's funny, uh, Aaron. Did you say it went back to, like, 2012 through 2015? I find it interesting that these schools sometimes, when they're kind of like, ah, who are we going to hire? They're like, well... Steve Prom was pretty good here, <laughs> you know, like seven, eight years ago. The Matt Mosley Show, weekdays 4 to 6 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. Baylor Sports Beat, weekdays at 7.55 a.m. and 5.25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Pro Star Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. Pro Star Rental, they make work easier. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Kansas Jayhawks had the biggest comeback in championship history coming back from 16 down to claim the championship over North Carolina 72-69. It's the second title in a row for the Big 12. Tiger Woods had a good practice round yesterday at the Masters and speculation is growing that Woods will be in the field this week in Augusta. Rangers lost to the Padres 11-5 and will have their final spring training game in surprise today with the Cubs. Major League Baseball will allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology during the regular season. Baylor Baseball is at number 24 DBU tonight. First pitch at 6.30 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has extended Athletic Director Mac Rhodes to a new 10-year deal for the two-time Athletic Director of the Year. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Audio's Matt Mosley show. We are getting closer to first pitch out here uh, at Horner Ballpark. You're here tonight on ESPN Central Texas. I believe we're slated, Aaron, correct me if I'm wrong, 6.30. I should know I'm at the park. I'm at the ballpark where the game's being held. Um, I just watched Baylor. Baylor's in the middle of uh, batting practice. And uh, during that break, after we talked to Coach Hefner, Aaron, I made it my way down to uh, – visit with uh, Steve Rodriguez for a little bit and uh, so he's getting ready to go tonight and uh, as we come to you from Horner Ballpark on the DBU Patriot Baseball Campus Steve and I were comparing notes on uh, oh some of the amenities here they've got a fun little uh, party area uh, down the right field line and then of course out in uh, out kind of uh, a little bit kind of left center they've got a party deck they've added that's Dallas Baptist so I think we can use uh, it's pretty liberal use of the word party. Uh, to the left of that are some uh, uh, some berms, or it used to be kind of a, 
uh, old kind of like a big hill that you could sit on, but now they've turned it into actual kind of seating out there. It looks like an amphitheater, but a uh, real pretty ballpark, very neat place. I would say, yeah, if you counted all that standing area out there, you might be able to pack uh, about 3,500 people, 3,000. It's enough that they they've hosted a regional before. They hosted a regional in 2015. And they play the kind of tough schedule that would allow them to do it again. Although they have not had a typical Dallas Baptist season, they have a they they have like a seven forty win seasons in a row. Hefner's done an amazing job here, but uh, it's a great opportunity for Baylor. Baylor's coming off a good series against East Tennessee State. I think that hopefully got them right after a couple of uh, tough series to open the season against TCU. Uh, and of course Oklahoma and uh, but a lot of baseball left to be played and so this will be fun and we've been here in the press box and just uh, great hospitality shown by Dallas Baptist fun to hear coach Hefner uh, Aaron I know you got to uh, uh, hear a lot of that and and you know just pretty cool to see someone come to a place and we I think we're trained to go well this guy's obviously gonna leave because this place is gonna offer him more money and Aaron, the truth of the matter is, I, I mean, Baylor talked to him, Texas has talked to him, every, a lot of different places have tried to hire him, and he just, over the years, I guess Dan's probably sneaking up on 50 if he's not 50 already, and he just, he just won't leave. He loves this place, and I think it's kind of refreshing to see. Now, um, as we get ready for uh, first pitch tonight, uh, and again, this is a 6.30 start, and you'll hear at uh, 6 o'clock, uh, uh, oh, pregame will start up, and of course, uh, I saw Derek walking around and some of the Baylor folks as they were making their way around the ballpark, start, starting to see a few Baylor fans make their way into uh, uh, in, out here to DBU. It, it is a, Aaron, you would love this campus. Uh, it's just kind of, you, you just, it's kind of in the middle of, uh, you're driving down 30, you get off on uh, um, uh, Loop 12, and it's just kind of this beautiful little patch of land, about 300 acres, uh, in kind of in kind of a different part of Dallas, and uh, it's kind of it's kind of cool to see. Now, Aaron, huge news earlier, and and I wanted to Aaron, I want you to set this up for us is in terms of like what these uh, what this audio, each piece of audio that we're going to share is about. But I, I just I reached out to you earlier because I just I, I really this Tiger Woods comeback uh, is remarkable. He was in a hospital bed, whether it, at the hospital or actually a hospital bed at his home, for three months. Uh, rides, all sorts of hardware in his leg. He had all sorts of broken bones, had that, that horrible car wreck, and he's fortunate uh, you know, that he even lived. And as of now, he is planning, unless there's any setbacks, in being in the field and playing at Augusta. Uh, at the Masters, it, it, one of it, it's just it's given this Masters, which is already a fun, great event. It's just given it a whole nother uh, feel, and and still, <laughs> he is the biggest draw in the PGA. It's not even close, and it's been that way since he was twenty years old. Whenever he, you know, nineteen or twenty. He wins his first Masters in 1997. I bet he would have been about 20 or 21. Uh, it's it's just 
It's just unbelievable to see. But, uh, Aaron, if you would set up this first piece of uh, audio we have. This was Tiger uh, today, and he was uh, speaking there in uh, Augusta uh, to the assembled media there. Uh, Aaron? Yeah, he was asked if he was surprised at how quickly he got back out on the golf course considering the severity of his injury. I've worked hard. Um, my team has been unbelievable. I've been lucky to have had great surgeons and great PTs and, and physios that have worked on me virtually every day. And we've worked hard to get to this point, to get to this an opportunity to, to walk the grounds, test it out, and see if I can do this. Um, it's been a tough, tough year. And... Um, a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that I had to deal with, and you know, I don't wish on anyone. But you know, here we are, and Masters Week, and you know, being able to play and practice, and you know, for me, more importantly, to say thank you, thank you to all the guys that, that have uh, texted me, FaceTime me, and called me, um, and given me all their support uh, to see them in person and to say thank you. It uh, has meant a lot. All right, and. and... To hear Tiger, and, and then, of course, getting ready for the uh, the Champions Dinner, which happens uh, tonight, and uh, the camaraderie. Uh, that dinner, of course, is all the past champions, and uh, Hideki Matsuyama, who just won it. Uh, Aaron, I don't know if you got to see the uh, – so whoever won it last year gets to come up with a menu for what they serve. And uh, Hideki, being from Japan – had uh boy's going to have sushi and sashimi and all all these great appetizers a uh, a wagyu or uh, i think it's wagyu beef like steak and then i mean some of this oh the miso glazed i don't think it's a sea bass but it's some piece of fish that looked unbelievable to me um the, the menu was great and then at the end it said a japanese um like an angel cake or cheesecake. I think it was a cheesecake. And the way they described it in English, Aaron, it sounds exactly like, you know, the kind of cheesecake we eat. Uh, but what a what an unbelievable deal this is. I mean, uh, the Masters obviously starts on Thursday. It'll be on ESPN. And then, of course, on the weekend, it'll be on CBS. It, there's just a – there's something, the prestige, the there, – there's something to this – uh, tournament that is just way different than the other majors, and it, it makes it incredibly special. We think a uh, Jack winning it at age 46 uh, in 1986, and that was an enormous win. And then Tiger, of course, winning it. Oh, this guy's. I guess it's been like two or three years now. Um, you know that was unreal, and I, I, I just. To see him back and and trying this, uh, I don't really care how he performs. It's going to be incredible uh, theater. And uh, Aaron, let's let's also let's hear this uh, other other uh, audio that you have a tiger. What is what is this about? I think uh, he was asked when he thought he may have a, a timetable or. or a- a definitive answer on when he or whether he'll play or not well as of right now i feel like i am going to play as of right now um i'm going to play nine more holes tomorrow um uh, my recovery has been good i've been very excited about how i've recovered each and every day and that that's been the the, the challenge that's why i came up here and, and tested out for 27 holes because 
we, we played the part three of course Charlie couldn't help himself um, so was able to play uh, 27 holes that day um, and at home testing it but it's the recovery you know how, how am I going to get all the swelling out and recover for the next day and uh, my team has been fantastic and worked very hard um, so we've got another day of nine more holes and uh, then come game time all right charlie who he was talking about is his son who's uh as you might imagine, is already an accomplished young player. And uh, in those practice holes the other day, not only did they play the par three course, they played 18 holes uh, at the uh, at, at the fabled uh, uh, Augusta National. And uh, Charlie got to play with Tiger, so father and son. And then I think uh, they had Justin Thomas with them. That's who he's talking about when he was talking earlier about JT. And uh, they've formed a really neat relationship. Uh, uh, Justin Thomas also, you know, grew up playing and great friends with uh, Jordan Spieth. But Justin Thomas, for whatever reason, he and Tiger have just hit it off and have a beautiful friendship. And he's kind of the kid brother to Tiger, and he's become kind of a an older brother to Charlie, uh, Tiger's son. And so, uh, you know, I I've had the opportunity, Aaron, to be at the Masters. Uh, Oh, I guess about three times. One of those was with my uh, uh, grandfather, and uh, it just, uh, I'll look back on those days, and that would have been about 1996. First time I was ever at the Masters happened to be uh, my father went, my grandfather went, and uh, uh, just had the time of our lives uh, watching all that. And then one of our great family friends, Fred Musgrove, I believe, was with us. And that happened to be the year that uh, Greg Norman uh, infamously blew the lead. Nick Faldo came back to win. And uh, it just, it's, it's one of those things. I know a lot of people have it on their bucket list. And not everything in life lives up to what you think it would be. But uh, that place did. And the azaleas and the amen corner and the flowers, the blooms, it, it, it's incredible. One time my father and I just went, I think just the two of us, as I recall, and uh, got a house there in Augusta and, um, and played like one of the local municipal courses. And, and um, man, just had, uh, it just is a, you have to get in a lottery to be able to do it. But it's an amazing thing. But, but back to Tiger. Aaron, I, I don't even know. Uh, you know I'm way into golf. I, I, I think you watched probably the majors. I, I haven't sensed that you're just a huge golf fan. But I would say if you're any kind of a sports fan at all, the thought of Tiger uh, being back in this thing becomes must-see television. And, Aaron, I, for better or worse, it's crazy how he still dominates everything. Like how much airspace he takes up. Like it, it, it's, you know, this would have been a big story talking about Mickelson not being there and what all he's going through. And the fact that Tiger is playing in this thing became the headline, but by a million. Like there's no, there's other great players. I mean, John Rahm's a tremendous story. Jordan Spieth, um, Justin Thomas. I mean, there's some unbelievable stories out there. But Tiger still dominates the sport much like you know back in many many years ago ben hogan 
and, and Byron Nelson, uh, and then of course Nicholas and Palmer became uh, dominated. You know, different eras have had different golfers, but uh, Aaron, in our lifetimes, Tiger's about our our age. Um, it, it it's pretty cool, isn't it? To see, isn't it to see that someone basically our age still commands this kind of uh i mean it he's the biggest story by a mile and there's nothing close to it yeah he is still golf's only superstar of my lifetime you know i mean of course uh arnold palmer and jack nicholson were i say nicholson nicholas were stars in their day but that was before i think either of us were really of an age to get into golf and he's been the only real and actually I think he was obviously a bigger superstar than either one of those guys so it's good to see him back and he it brings interest to the sport yeah it's uh it's an amazing thing and uh, I just uh and I appreciate you uh you grabbing that for us because I just thought today um I I even talked to the athletics director I'm out here getting ready to watch some DBU Baylor baseball and uh, doing the show from the ballpark today, and um, the uh, AD out here, uh, uh, Connor Smith, said that you know he planned his morning around that news conference today. When when Tiger makes a statement or or you know it, it's it's still just such enormous news. We are, believe it or not, about 45 minutes from first pitch out here. Bears still taking some batting practice they they're taking some infield right now the fungo bat aaron for the uh, infield practice in college baseball just looks a lot different than a fungo bat that you'd use for taking infield in the major leagues i just think they need to it needs to have that feel to it anyway we'll uh, we'll get you set up for that and uh, a little more as we say good night in the dismount that is next recently on game time from CBSSports.com, Jayhan Jayaraja. You know, obviously they did lose their head coach, Lincoln Riley, uh, but it's more than anything else, I mean, they've got lost at so many key positions. They've lost their quarterback, their leading rusher, their leading tacklers. They're replacing a bunch of key guys at a lot of different positions. And then on top of that, they're going to be running a different defensive system, and they don't quite have the personnel to run it at this point. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Niche Group Insurance Agency. With the Niche Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Niche Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Niche Group at 1-800-258-8302. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel & Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel & Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. 
Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. ESPN Central Texas is 1660 AM, 92.3 FM, and 100.9 FM. Did you know that a male ostrich can roar like a lion? Did you know that in Japan you can buy watermelons shaped like pyramids? Or that ketchup was originally sold as a medicine? I bet something else you didn't know is that foundation movement can often be stopped by injecting soil stabilizer into the soil around your home. It's true. At the Foundation Doctor, we have our own proprietary solution called Stable Soil. Stable Soil is a quick, inexpensive application that stabilizes the soil under your home. It's fast-acting, long-lasting, and puts a stop to those pesky cracks and sticking doors. Only the Foundation Doctor offers this revolutionary product. So give the doctor a call today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. You got doors that are sticking or cracks in your walls. The Foundation Doctor will make a house call. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Kansas Jayhawks had the biggest comeback in championship history coming back from 16 down to claim the championship over North Carolina 72 to 69. It's the second title in a row for the Big 12. Tiger Woods had a good practice round yesterday at the Masters and speculation is growing that Woods will be in the field this week in Augusta. Rangers lost to the Padres 11 to 5 and will have their final spring training game in surprise today with the Cubs. Major League Baseball will allow pitchers and catchers to use anti-sign stealing technology during the regular season. Baylor Baseball is at number 24 DBU tonight. First pitch at 630 and you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Baylor has extended Athletic Director Mac Rhodes to a new 10-year deal for the two-time Athletic Director of the Year. Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central Texas. Now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. Oh, it is the Matt Mosley Show, and uh, excited to uh, oh get you ready. Uh, just a couple more minutes uh, of our show, and then we'll have some pregame activities. Six thirty, first pitch out here, Dallas Baptist University DBU uh, versus the the Baylor Bears, and uh, we're. We're getting close, getting close, uh, about uh, 40 minutes until first pitch. And uh, Aaron, um, Coach Rodriguez got to see Steve for a little bit. Um, he was down there kind of monitoring things and had a nice little visit And um, until I thought we were back from break, and I, I aborted the conversation immediately. Aaron, I want you to know how dedicated I am to the pro- process. But uh, Coach uh, – Coach asked me if I had any interest in pitching tonight, uh, which I do not, um, mainly because uh, you cannot believe what the wind looks like to center. Now, they say it's usually blowing out the left field out here at uh, 
at what what is called Horner Ballpark, where Baylor and DBU are getting ready to go. This thing's the dead center tonight. About 390 to center, uh, 330 down the lines, and lots of banners out here. Lots of re, lots of great finishes for DBU. It's great. Uh, Great, really tremendous program, and it's been a lot of fun to be out here tonight. And the Bears, uh, th- this is the kind of game that you know. Sometimes you're like, what are they? You know, why are they going to play all these Tuesday games? Well, a couple of reasons. You know, it keeps you sharp, all that kind of stuff. But a game against a team like DBU, which is always in the mix for like a two seed or a or uh, you know making the NCAA tournament, they won that one in in uh, Fort Worth last year. TCU was there. That was a great uh, atmosphere. This is a this would be a very this would be a great quality win for the Bears. The Bears uh, uh, destroyed UTA the other night. UTA is always a little salty, but uh, DBU is a different level of program. So this would be great for Steve Rodriguez and the Bears. Tomorrow we will react to all of it. What a gorgeous evening it is! Thanks to everybody who's been a part of that. As we said goodbye today to Bob Bowlesby out as Big 12 Commissioner. Everybody have a great night, and we'll talk to you tomorrow at 4 o'clock sharp. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround, a daily look inside Big 12 Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball on today's Spectrum Big 12 Shootaround. Coming up, the Big 12 Conference now can boast of the last two national champions in men's basketball with Kansas' 72-69 win over North Carolina last night in New Orleans. We'll hear from two of the